Dear future me, I have questions. I had a mental breakdown. I was crying and crying. I thought my tears would never stop and the pain would never go away. I remember I cried so hard that I felt entirely dead inside when I stopped eventually. And while I was staring at the ceiling, filled with this feeling of cold numbness, I wondered, will it ever be okay? Will the demons of my past ever stop hurting? Will I ever be able to move on? Because even though I keep progressing and developing, fighting and fighting, even though I have dreams and ambitions and goals, it all just seems entirely meaningless when the curtain of my past drops and me within. Rock bottom. Here we go again. Hope becomes a sour taste. Bitter, if you ask me. The thought of future makes me laugh. Dreams? What dreams? What future? Why even bother trying? And everything becomes an ocean of hopelessness. You know, I have a very funny memory. The memory of an elephant when it comes to negativity. The memory of a goldfish when it comes to good memories. It filters out most of the good things from my past and memorizes them in a negative way. <laughs> when my best friend reminds me of all our happy memories, my manipulative memory seems blank and empty. However, <laughs> when it comes to moments of pain, I can still picture them like it was yesterday. Let me take you through a story that contains one of those moments full of pain. And indeed, I remember it like it was yesterday. That day. I was full of anger and sadness. My anger was raging against everyone in front of me and screaming at every inch inside of me. Every person I looked at seemed like an evil enemy. Everything inside me was aching for self-destruction. I was crying and yelling and yelling. I remembered that I had an argument with my boyfriend. I was so mad at him that I called him the worst names. And within every word I said and every action I made against him, I fed my own insecurities and self-hatred more and more. I didn't know whom I hated more. Him or myself. The hate was pushing the adrenaline through my veins. You know how exhausting it is to be full of anger? One of the major problems when it comes to borderline personality disorder is that one little exclamation mark wrong Action can make you explode and make you believe that the people you love and care about the most, like your family or your partner, have all united to turn against you. You have convinced yourself that they want to harm you, maybe even hate you. On the worst days, I would even believe that they wanted me dead. This was one of those days. I remember locking myself inside my room when my boyfriend broke inside by climbing through the window. When I saw him, he was the hero and the villain at the same time. I hated him, but I needed him. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. Don't leave me. I wanted him to save me, but I made myself believe that he was the reason I needed to be saved. Hate is a strong word. But unfortunately, when it comes to borderline, it is so deeply anchored inside you. In that second, the man I was meant to love was my worst enemy. And I hated him. He was the outer projection of everything bad I was feeling from the inside. We are all mirrors. Every little insecurity, every little thing I hated about myself, I projected on him. Every fear, every flaw, every flame. I remember yelling at him. I couldn't control my anger and I didn't know what I could be capable of anymore. It scared the hell out of me. I was also crying at the same time, drowning between self-pity 
and blame, victimizing myself. One of the most common thing I'd say is, it is your fault I'm feeling like this. Fault. Such a dangerous little word. He came all the way to my house in the middle of the night and there I was seeing him as one of the most evil kinds in the world. So I tried to escape. Escape from my own feelings and his. I somehow managed to get out of the room even though he tried to grab me and I ran to the bathroom. I locked the door behind me, shut my ears and started screaming. There were so many voices in my head. All talking me down. All telling me that I was wrong. And I... I just had to scream. I just wanted to silence them. Hysterically, I looked everywhere for my razors. Self-harm seemed like the only way to deal with the situation. It felt like a movie scene. Just that it wasn't a movie scene. My boyfriend was knocking at the door, saying that he would break the door if I wouldn't open it. My mom came to the door as well. She was panicking and crying, but also angry. Borderline mom. And I could hear my sister arriving too. They were all trying to help. But I saw all of them as enemies. I thought they hated me as much as I hated myself. I thought they wished my death as much as the voices in my head. So I started hurting myself. I was extremely suicidal, but scared of dying at the same time. Makes no sense, right? I know. Nothing makes sense in that state. Then I ran to the window. I opened it and started to climb out, ready to jump any time. I was wearing a long t-shirt that just went over my hips. My legs were shaking when I was standing in the window frame. The wind blew against them as if it was demanding my legs to give in. There was this loud voice in my head screaming at me. Do it. Do it. Don't be a wimp. Do it. Don't make them believe you're just acting. But how could all of this be just acting? You deserve it. You're nothing. Do it. But I could also feel a very thin voice reaching out for help, scared and sad, locked away in a very dark place somewhere inside my head. And she was begging everyone else to stop, my inner child. Eventually they managed to open the door. My mom was the first one to enter. When she saw me at the window, she started crying heavily. I remember how happy I felt for a second when I realized that she might actually care about my life. My boyfriend grabbed my numb, motionless body carefully from the window and took me upstairs. Back in my room again, I was crying. Or howling or screaming or however you want to call that. I was crying so much and so loudly that I thought the pain would actually kill me. A pain that seemed to be so overwhelming that I thought might never go away. My boyfriend didn't judge me. He just sat there next to me, patiently, calm, my opposite. And I... I felt like the worst girlfriend in this world. A few minutes or hours later, my mom came stomping up. She came up the stairs and started yelling at me, telling me how I was the most selfish person in the world. You are in the center of the universe. I was already in pain, but these words, they crushed me entirely. If I thought it couldn't get any worse, it could. To me, that was proof that I was right and she didn't care. At that day, I was calling out red flags. Desperately trying to communicate my suicide thoughts. But this is where people get very controversial feelings. Because they don't know how to deal with people that are suicidal. They don't know whether they should take suicide thoughts seriously or see them as a threat to get what you want. And even if they are trying to take them seriously, they are so overwhelmed that they accidentally say or do things that just make everything worse. It is very difficult for someone from the outside world to de-escalate a situation as the person in need is extremely hypersensitive. Today, almost 
four years later, I believe that no matter what you do, the person in need will always try to put it against themselves. And therefore, I believe that when it comes to suicide attempts, it is always the best solution to call professional help or to take the person to a psychiatric hospital. Until this very day, I believe that I never intended to manipulate anyone's action within my suicide thoughts. I was scared. Scared of myself and begging for help. Because when the darkness kicked in, there was almost no hope. I felt like something foreign was inside of me. Was controlling me, pushing me, killing me inside out. It felt like I was controlled by a dark, evil demon that would say and do things that would hurt myself and everyone around me. Things I would always regret once I would come back to my real self. Deep down inside of me, behind the anger and the self-destructive thoughts, there was a little girl full of pain. And all she wanted was help, support and love. My inner child. My little baby girl. I wanted to change. I wanted to become normal, or at least okay, and that's why I tried to open up and talk about my suicide thoughts. I wanted someone to see me and my pain. At that time, I couldn't understand that the only person who could save me was myself, because I was stuck in a dark mindset that relied on everyone else but me. And that's why I always felt like everyone was letting me down all the time. And I couldn't even see that most of the people around me were actually trying to help. No one could help me until I chose to help myself. The vision you have of yourself is as dark as the vision you have of other people. Because you hate yourself so much that you simply cannot believe that anyone else cares. I always questioned if borderliners were actually capable to really love someone as I couldn't understand how I could turn from love to hate to sadness to icy coldness and carelessness in only a few minutes, especially towards the people I cared about the most. I mean, how could you do that to a loved one? Maybe because you didn't actually know what love is. This evil circle made me hate myself so much. I felt like I would destroy anyone that would care about me. Every relationship, every friendship and every part of myself. I mean, how are you supposed to care about anyone when you never learned how to care about yourself? My teenage years were some of the darkest phases in my life. 10th of December 2017 Dear future me, sometimes my life feels like glass glass that has been thrown on the floor so many times that there are millions and billions of pieces lying there dead and still and every time i try to fix the bits and pieces together again i cut myself so deeply that instead of fixing my glass i just start a bleed and this bleeding hurts it hurts so badly and remains a dark scar right there Right there on my arm, where everyone can see it, but chooses to look away. Where I remember it every day. And that's the reason why I wonder, will I ever be okay? Will it ever stop? Today, dear past me, it will. It will, baby girl. Better days are coming. Don't give up. I'm here. I love you. I'm always gonna be here. And it doesn't matter how fast you go, how big your steps are. You got this. You're so much stronger than you think. I look at you and I see pure beauty. 
Stay strong, my love. Trust me. Better days are coming. Better days are here.